0: You're listening to China
1: Africa Talk. Jumbo, ni Bridget aki kulitea kipindi kina chosiana na China na Africa. Vous écoutez le dialogue sino-africain avec Bridget. Everything China, everything Africa. Olá, você está ouvindo China Africa Talk com Bridget. Seidat wa saidat, marhaban bikum. Fil pòuri cìnìi l'arabi ma Bridget. Welcome to China Africa Talk. I'm Bridget Mutambira coming to you from Beijing. And in this episode, we will be discussing the Belt and Road Initiative. The Belt and Road Initiative is a transcontinental long-term policy and investment program which aims at infrastructure development and acceleration of the economic integration of countries along the route of the historic Silk Road. The initiative was unveiled in 2013 by China's President Xi Jinping and until 2016 was known as Obor, One Belt One Road. On March 28, 2015, the official routine for the Belt and Road Initiative was issued by the National Development and Reform Commission, the Ministry of Foreign Affairs, and the Ministry of Commerce of the People's Republic of China, with authorization of the State Council. The BRI is a global initiative, but by its nature of building on the historic Silk Road, puts a major focus on countries in Asia, Eastern Africa, Eastern Europe, and the Middle East, a region mainly composed of emerging markets. Today, we'll be discussing the BRI, and our focus will be on its links with China and Africa. To help us better understand the BRI in this context, I'm pleased to have online Professor He Wenping. Professor He, thanks for joining us again on the program.
0: Thank you. It's my
1: pleasure. Professor... The BRI aims to enhance connectivity in policy infrastructure, trade, finance, and people-to-people ties. Good progress has been made in all these areas. Against the backdrop of China's foreign relations with Africa, how do you assess the progress made so far in pursuing the Belt and Road Corporation on the continent?
0: Well, I should say the progress has been made in a very satisfactory way. Mm -hmm. Uh, The reason I'm saying that is because we can charge all those achievements from the five connectivity, which is the Belt and Road Initiative having always begun, like you mentioned, policy connectivity, infrastructure connectivity, and uh, financial uh, like uh, connectivity, and also trade connectivity, and the people to people. So let's say, like uh, uh, first, uh, policy connectivity uh, issues come from others uh, like MOU, uh, B-I-M-O-U, uh, assignment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because uh, without this MOU assignment, how could they now, uh, all the countries, uh, they are now on board, mm-hmm. saying we are together with China to proceed at uh, this down road initiative construction. So no way for that. So this is also one of the indicators to see how China engages with all the countries in the world to be together, hand in hand to do this BI. So something in Africa continent mm-hmm. so far according to the latest uh, updated number, yes. I think except one country, Brasland because it has no diplomatic ties with China right. and they had yeah so called diplomatic ties with Taiwan. Mm-hmm. So uh, Mauritius may maybe still in the process, not yet, officially signed. So all others, I think, have signed the cooperation MOU with Chinese government, mm. which means now we have been yeah, doing quite good. And also we have signed the MOU, mm. particularly with African Union, in terms of infrastructure constructing together with 2063 Right. Uh, this right. Uh, agenda made by AU. Yes. So this is not only MOU, it also goes to develop the plan, how to make it connect with each other. So these things will not only go to AU, Mm-hmm. We also go to partner countries, bilaterally. Mm-hmm. Uh, for example, Luanda, they have their 2035, and then some countries have 2025, vision. Mm-hmm. And also China and Africa country. I think that was signed in the previous forecast meeting in Senegal. Right. Yeah, we have signed together policy coordination towards 2035. That means another more than 10 years. Yeah, this is also policy connectivity. Then if you go to facility connectivity, if you go to Africa now, Nowadays, that's very tangible. Lots of railway, bridge, road, and the harbor, terminal, airport terminal. Now it's under construction. Some has been finished, some is ongoing, some has been planned. So now China has been serving as the number one investor and constructor in African infrastructure construction. And then trade, since 2009, China has been served as the number one trade partner with all the continents. And then if you talk about the financial connectivity, many of eight african countries already take chinese currency RMB mm-hmm. as one of their foreign exchange reserve holder and the chinese bank either policy bank or some commercial banks they have also had a very close tie mm-hmm. uh, with their counterparts in africa uh, and also uh, there are many financial arrangements have been made like AIIB this is the Asian infrastructure investment bank they had uh, like a silk road fund uh, this is all financial arrangement now they have been arranged then Power those projects offer them financial support otherwise how could those project can be uh, constructed and proceeded forward and finally people to people For this pandemic uh, we have a lot of this uh, human resource training program going on mm-hmm. and a lot of Chinese tourists yeah, they had a great interest and enthusiasm to go to Africa to have a tour there and there are many many different kinds of uh, internal exchange program between like uh, either youth group or women's group or those art group that there are many, even mm-hmm. myself, engaged with a lot of different exchange programs. Even our academic institutions, yeah, we have done a lot of people-to-people way. For the
1: purpose of our African audiences doing business in China, could you elaborate on China's economic goals for the BRI?
0: Yeah, for China, I think the goal is to further close this economic contact, engagement with all the countries in the world, including African countries. Mm-hmm. Yeah, African countries, because now there are many countries engaged with China, so it's becoming an important partner for building BRI together. So for China, because we got our development, mm-hmm. uh it's not through isolation mm-hmm. with the world. Right. It's through the engagement with this economic globalization. That's why we're fully against protectionism. We are Again, decouple, de you know, some uh, politicians in, like in the United States mm-hmm. are saying decouple, de-link, yeah, we don't like together, partner with you, we yeah, just isolation itself. That's not the way China
1: wants. How is funding for the BRI directed? Where does the financing for these BRI projects in Africa come from? And perhaps how does this influence the decision-making process for which type of projects are pursued and where?
0: In terms of the funding, mm-hmm. uh, as I introduced before, we have the Silk Road Fund. This fund has injected like $40 billion uh, at the beginning and the later on, second round of the injection of the funds, and then even come up with the third round. Mm-hmm. So many Chinese companies, if they have projects, I think they can apply or get support from the Silk Road Fund. Yeah, not only from the Silk Road Fund, uh, also from China Import and Equity Bank, China Development Bank, uh, those policy banks. In terms of Africa, we have a special uh, fund earmarked for China-Africa relations This also shows China paid great attention to our relation with Africa. So I haven't heard any some special fund that goes with like uh, Latin America or like South Asia, mm-hmm. other parts of those developing countries. Yeah, this fund is called the China-Africa Development Bank. Okay. Yeah, earmarked for promoting China-Africa economic cooperation. So all those banks or funds... I mentioned, they all comes up with financial resources for supporting CRI projects. Mm-hmm. So those uh, financial uh, resources, if you are saying decision-making process, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. what type of project yes and actually, where? Uh, frankly speaking, because uh, I'm not coming from this uh, bank or fund by myself. I'm not knowing things in such detail. But I can just give you a uh, general thinking. Sure. You know, those, those projects, normally one country fund the MOU with Chinese government, and then yeah, with this MOU because it's the guarantees in two government now has this willing to cooperate and then we're followed with like task force <laughs> uh, they come from expertise from finance and then some uh, most common people and you know, those uh, very you know, expertise from Ministry of Commerce or some officials in charge from Ministry of Foreign Affairs because they need to find their counterpart in the other part of the country they will talk about detail uh, because China's BRI is not giver driven it's a demand-driven yeah it's come from the- proposal given by partner country, African country or Asian country, what kind of demand do you have. Okay. First, yeah, That's why we're saying our DI, those uh, initiatives also should uh, together with host countries their own development plan, yeah, like 125 mission, so they will come up with suggestions or mm. proposal saying, oh, in our country, maybe now priority issue for the coming two or three years, we want to build a real way linking this city with that city, or some country their priority is not real they want to upgrade their harbor. Like Djibouti, their strategy is to building a harbor and that's called the free trade zone. They have the special location, so they have their own development plan. So that's why the B I will focus on building the harbor, upgrade the harbor, rather than focus on doing the industrial park. But the other country maybe they want to do industrial park, like Ethiopia. That's their own priority. They are building a lot industrial park, industrialization. They are becoming their focus. So they are different. So it depends on proposals come from. the Host country and the partner countries themselves. It's saying, oh, if you put on a real linking from the west to the east and some very huge projects, simply the yeah, you cannot do. Based on mutual consultation, discussion, and also need to do the onboard, or this uh, feasibility
1: study. Ever wondered what's actually going on in Africa through the perspective of an African? How are things really going between China and Africa? What's the narrative of this relationship? Well, get a perspective with China Africa Talk. Hear from African diplomats, entrepreneurs, academics, Chinese natives, and more. Get on our wavelength every week to find out what's real with China Africa Talk. Find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and more. We'll see you there. How much opportunity is there for African companies to really get involved in BRI projects and how can multinational corporations best position themselves to benefit from the BRI?
0: Uh, Well, I think one. the projects are there, in mean, settled, mm-hmm. and then definitely, this will be the opportunity for involving the local company or the international company. It's not saying everything will be done by Chinese company alone. Yeah, maybe it depends on different project. I have been researching some projects If the project is tiny or mm-hmm. uh, very small, yeah, maybe just one company, maybe they can easily finish. Uh, so those things maybe are not that much national, mm-hmm. yeah, involved. But for those big companies, because I heard like DRC, they it's a big dam, like a uh, power station, so it's quite uh, we're involved with many companies. China now is not against, but now is quite active for this uh, multi-part corporation about the BI project. We are not against the idea, seeing uh, like the UK or France, their company, now they also have a very experience in some African countries. We can mutually benefit, mutually contribute for your experiences. Maybe they're good about the management. They can also bring in financial resources from the another- Direction, which is nice. So China, not saying we can handle everything. Mm. Our money, like you know, to make everything happen. Because mm. uh, Chinese economic growth rate not that high anymore. Mm. Uh, even this year, the COVID nineteen is a Shanghai, is the Shenzhen. Mm. Yeah, all that um, uh, Chinese. So actually, we welcome multi party cooperation.
1: In your opinion, are there any particular sectors or industries perhaps that provide more opportunity? We've just spoken about the opportunities that are there for African companies to get involved.
0: Yes, mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. like Ethiopia. Okay. This is the industrial park. That industrial park, I also heard some local Ethiopia companies, they, mm-hmm. they also settled in, the majority are Chinese companies, but also some local Ethiopia companies, they also settled in that park. And then this experience, they got to know, and they learned, and then uh, even Ethiopia government and the company, they now doing their own industrial park, yeah, with the experience they, uh, accumulated. Mm-hmm. So they feel over those so experiences. And, like this, DRC, Democratic Republic Congo Congo, mm-hmm. yeah, that big dam for the Inca Dam. And because the Congo River is the largest river in the continent, they can build this power station, but it needs a lot of money, a lot of experience coming from different companies. So I heard a uh, British one, even France one, Belgium. Belgium used to be in Democratic Republic of Congo for a long time. Yes, it yes. yes, used to be the colonizer yes. uh, in the past. So the Belgium company also interested, so they also. Becoming, you know, shareholder in the big dam building. Uh, not only in Africa, like so even the China-Pakistan Economic Corridor, it is also a famous AI project. Mm. So I heard like Saudi Arabia started, now also made the investment in the China-Pakistan Corridor. Right. So this is coming, coming up with the third investor, not only China investing in. Uh, I think this is good. Uh, this can make those investments more. Like, you know, the ball, when you are rolling up, and then you come up with more investment.
1: Yeah, well, nobody can operate in isolation. We need partners.
0: Yes, yes, that's
1: sure. Mm. You know, efforts over the past nine years have laid a solid foundation for the BRI cooperation and the BRI is generally applauded and supported by international community. But we also have heard of some different views or even doubts expressed against this initiative. What is your response to it? Well,
0: yes, it's natural. Yeah, Everything now in this world, we can hear different opinions. Mm. Yeah, towards, uh, almost everything, even this Ukraine war, like uh, anything, pandemic issue, virus, some again, it some I think this is this and that so this is very natural uh, especially because nowadays for example us I have read a lot of reports written by some think United States or in the from European country they have these doubts about the eye they always thinking ah, oh, this AI now moves to our chief for example they think Africa is uh, their backyard I think they have you know stronger those uh, colonizing uh, the period uh, French speaking or English speaking even they think they belong to the French or belong to the you know Britain they still have this kind of uh, mindset this is their place their backyard so from this kind of thinking so they, they think because China is based on the company now it's playing leading role so they even regarded based on the enterprises as something seen the Chinese government mm. you know, they don't like it they're thinking it should be private economy and then maybe it's a little bit okay for them but if they're saying based on the company and then from the bottom of their heart they, they don't like the the world so towards China based on economy. In our Chinese saying, we have a, you know, proverb, mm-hmm. saying if you cannot eat that grease, and then you are always saying the grease is not tasty, because yourself cannot eat that. So similar, like uh, those roads and the bridge, all of that, because during those 100, 100 years colonizing period, they didn't make it happen. Mm-hmm. Before, when I was reading the history book, that like British uh, Empire, they have been saying they were built like a CC, called a CC, a the CC African- Road, Cairo, the capital city of Egypt and then ended up another that is Cape Town, South Africa plan the CC plan uh, they will do the CC plan from the North Sea to the South Sea yeah. but now, until now we have not seen any CC because China has been doing a lot this is maybe one of the reasons I said when they, they didn't get a grade fair saying the grade is not that tasty
1: still on criticism China's leadership sought to address some of these concerns at the second Belt and Road Forum in Beijing did any significant new policies though or changes in the overall objectives of the BRI emerge from the last forum that may ease the minds of potential participants.
0: The second BI forum that was taking place in the year 2019. Yes. As far as I remember, before the pandemic. Yes. And then pandemic you know, broke out. So we haven't seen another one mm-hmm. BI forum. You know, if there is no pandemic, maybe they will come up with the third mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. forum BI. But when we compare the first BI forum and the second BI forum, I should say, uh, the idea mm-hmm. now getting more and more rich. Mm-hmm. You know, because uh, even the president, The Chinese president Xi Jinping himself had uh, made a statement saying the first fight of B.I. is just, you know, a very rough idea. Mm. Because even ourselves have thought about something like tragedy. That is things you think over and over very comprehensively. Because it's a rough idea, so we need to inform the world. Now we want to do something like this. Further engage ourselves with international world. Then to do this facility, connectivity. After the very first five years, Xi Jinping said now we need to make things in a very concrete way mm-hmm. not that just a rough idea mm-hmm. so that's why the second bi forum I noticed now there are many many things now have been discussed in detail mm-hmm. for example talk about a green bi green environmental friendly way to do this bi and then talk about the digital bi the digital economy now it's the information age everything is just digital which chat through the internet so you need to engage a bi also more with those uh, new technology mm-hmm. and then also talk about like anti-corruption DI There was some concern saying oh the lot of projects always goes with corruption mm-hmm. and bribery blah blah blah, blah. Mm-hmm. so now the Chinese side saying yeah this DI uh, should be free zero corruption yeah yeah, this is not saying uh, it goes with some bribery no way mm-hmm. uh, so many new ideas even go to from central government now go to provincial government level mm-hmm. so lots of meetings not just taking place in Beijing mm-hmm. now has been taken Place in those uh, provincial cities, even third tier cities. For example, Hunan Province, the capital city for Changsha. Mm-hmm. So now this city has got a job. Yeah, becoming the permanent city uh address for hosting China Africa. Afri-
1: Expos, yes.
0: Yeah, this, uh, yeah. for trade at China Africa. Not in Beijing, mm. in Hunan. So this is also B I no longer just the flag holding in central government behind. Now the player getting more from central to the local. So anyway, this is B I. It comes up with more detail. So this idea getting re-compared with the first one. Now more and more participants of of course, if you check how many participants, first one, second one, you will see. Now, second one, I think uh, maybe 5,000 participants mm-hmm. international all came over. So, which means now more and more uh, countries, now they getting to know BI better. Uh, they find this is a very good idea, very good initiative. So, they would like to join. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, uh, how could they see more and more countries sign this MOU, Chinese government? Uh, if, it's, if, if it's not a good idea, it should be
1: less and less. would like to know from you, Professor, we've had the COVID-19. Pandemic. Do you see the COVID nineteen pandemic creating delays or giving renewed vigor to the projects with regards to Africa? What would be your assessment?
0: Oh yes, yeah. COVID nineteen. I think uh, of course uh, it's a big job to the international global economic. Uh, this uh, you know globalization has mm-hmm. uh, caused a lot of money for global economy, uh, global trade. Of course, also the great money for BRI uh, in Africa as well. Mm-hmm. We cannot deny that uh, because you need like some cities, some countries they lock down the city and then the project cannot proceed in a normal way. But because Chinese Foreign Minister Wang Yi visited Africa every, you know, uh, January, the very first overseas visit always goes to Africa. According to this information, uh, he, you know, collected back and also our uh, most calm, they haven't co- published a report, mm-hmm. uh, saying even though the very beginning, especially 2020, the first half of the 2020, first half year of 2020, it seems the trade between China and Africa, the trade volume has been dropped somehow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, some projects, the BI projects, has been delayed yeah, for its uh, proceeding. But later, uh, because of those Chinese companies, those engineers, by the way, Chinese, uh, those uh, companies, mm-hmm. those engineers, they haven't seen all Russia back mm-hmm. They remain there in Africa. I think over one thousand projects remain uh, no delay they're still in the normal beat. And saying ten thousand Chinese engineer remain in Africa, not in back home or just a quarantine, whatever. So they are still in their job. So which means quickly, uh, both China and African country we readjust mm-hmm. yeah our working pattern. I heard some projects, now they have been doing two way. Yeah, one way is to do very good those anti uh, virus, uh, those measures, face like to see social distance and also check the body temperature all the time yes. Yes. cannot let some affected employee continue getting then affect others. no so in one hand they doing this job very well and on the other hand continue their construction mm-hmm. so with all those two hands together and they can continue the work so actually they limited negative influence coming from COVID-19 okay. so now according to the information COVID-19 hasn't delayed the VI for that much okay. most of the Remain on time. Okay. Uh, recently I also heard like a, a railway in Nigeria already finished. Mm. And then some projects also they give a report saying, or oh, this one has done, that one has, uh, others still you know on time, still be the schedule as before.
1: Mm. Moving forward, challenges aside, what do you see in store for the BRI in Africa, say, in the next five years? Say everything goes into plan. For example, how long would it take to ship something from an African port to China or from Kenya to China? Everything in order, everything complete, because now it takes months.
0: Yeah, we cannot guarantee saying everything is in order, everything will be perfect. I think no one can guarantee that. A lot of new challenges are coming out without any expectations. Mm -hmm. For example, Whole new round of this uh, food crisis, ah, uh, this fuel crisis. Mm. Yeah, before three months ago, who can predict that there's uh, such a big war happening, mm. like in the European continent? Mm. Yeah, even the two years ago, no one can predict such a big COVID-19 mm-hmm. suddenly broke out in whole of the world. Yeah, even not end until now. Mm. So we have to always bear in mind to deal with all the possible Chinese, yeah, maybe coming out in a certain way. But one thing we can do is, yeah, we should be always get ready by ourselves we cannot say oh one Chinese coming out with surrender or immediately surrender saying alright let's drop it we cannot do anymore mm. uh, this is not the way uh, we have been doing since mm. so in the next five years one thing I can make it sure that China will continue to do the BI as long as China has this financial capacity so Chinese company they also have the willingness to go uh, of course there are many challenges but those challenges yeah, we will use in the joint Join effort uh, to build with them mm. yeah, together. I think uh, this is the thing we can make sure mm. we're not be
1: draw. Professor, thank you so much. Thank you for your time you. and help better understand you, the BRI you. in the context of Africa. Thank you, thank you. Listeners, thank you very much. Until next time, goodbye for now. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others post it on social media or leave a rating and review. Thanks again. See you next time.
0: Hello, Beijing, Hello 2022. Beijing 2022. Catch up with Sideline Story, a weekly podcast on the latest news and action of the Beijing Winter Olympics. For our exclusive content, find Sideline Story on your favorite podcast listening apps.